What is up, my podcast family? The second best family I have. You know, we're going to get into family on this one anyway, which is going to be sick. Uh, whether you have a, a good relationship with your immediate family or not, uh, you got friends, that's family too. When I when I say family, a lot of times I mean good friends as well. Uh, but I am, I'm fired up. We are in uh, D.C. right now doing a job at an Anglican church. Didn't even know what that is. But, uh, flippin', uh, do? Can I get a flip, yeah? Flip, yeah! And we are, um, we are doing a, it's a huge job. It's like a $1.4 million audio-video job, uh, out here in Falls Church is the name of the location. Anyway, uh, it's not our, our design. We're just coming in for labor. But anyway, that's beside the point. That's beside the point. Let me get to this today's dealio. You know, I see these podcasts are like three hours and 29 minutes long. I'm like, dude, those guys must just be going on every tangent and rabbit trail they can possibly imagine to have a three hour and 29 minute long podcast that's not like a montage even it's just just that much talking anyway I can't I can't do that I'm like I don't do so well with the fluff sometimes so don't think I'm not a personable guy I just don't want to make small talk over here when we could be getting into the meat and taters man I don't like to waste time sometimes I make good jokes though that's what I'm all about but anyways um uploaded my workout podcast today. If you haven't listened to that one, please go give it a listen. It's not about condemning people who don't work out in case that's someone that you are. Um, it's just more completely about, uh, how do you say, um, encouraging others to work out and why it's good. So if you haven't listened to that, please go check it out. It might just change your life. Um, some people have come to me and said that I've encouraged them to work out uh, people who have like started working out like a bunch. Uh, some people just work out a little bit and maybe uh, wean off. But I've been seeing some people working out, and uh, some you know people come up to me and they're like, "Brady, you know, you you encourage me to work out. You encourage me to do this." And you know, I don't have any stories where people are like, "Dude, Brady, I listened to your podcast. Now I got a seven figure business." <laughs> Obviously, because uh, it's not been that long since I've even been alive, but much less making podcasts, but <clears throat> I love doing it so much. And, uh, I love encouraging people. I love, I love encouraging people and I'm becoming more and more comfortable with making content, making material that I'm not insecure about. I could sit here and, and, uh, over humble myself and say that I'm too young. I'm not, ex- I'm not successful enough and all that, but I just got this burden on my heart to share the positive things that I learn, that I see in my own life, that I see in someone else's life, a friend's life, um, to share anti-negative, you know, to go against the things that I see that are like really whack and just basically encourage people. I just want to make a difference. You know, I just post on Instagram the other day, don't live this life for you. And I'm working on that. And it's tough. Uh, I love it. I love it. I want to do that as best I can. But um, it's that's a difficult path, you know, um, but I want to live that way really bad. So love encouraging people. Um, just please share this stuff. If you, if it encourages you, it might sh- encourage someone else. I, tr- I truly don't want my podcast to be shared so that I can have this big name and be Brady the mastermind. I, d- I just want to share it because of the reason that I share it. You know, if I'm going to put it on podcast and hope that people listen and share it with my friends, 
then it's no wrong, more wrong or more, no, whatever to have, uh, to ask that you share it with people as well. If it encourages you, um, if it sucks, then don't listen again. Like that's the free will you have. So praise God for that free will today. Yo, I want to talk about something that, um, I really, really, really click with, and I was driving home from DC and I was the one who was actually driving and uh, I told a coworker of mine who I don't know super well, but I was like, Hey, this is weird, but could you go, could you just take my phone and write down this for me? So I don't forget. Cause I don't want to text and get us killed, but I don't want to forget this. And I will, if I don't write it down. So just, he's like, okay. So we put it in there. <clears throat> he was like, man, your font's so small. I can't see. I'm like, damn, put some glasses on homie. So he wrote it down for me and I was thankful. Um, the title of today's sermon <laughs> Is uh, actions versus ambitions. Now, if you're a Gary V fan like me, I'm the biggest Gary V fanboy in the world, man. I, dude, I basically have poster pictures of Gary V in my bedroom. Um, I love the dude's perspective on everything, including today's uh, Instagram post, which was life's all about perspective, and it was a little cartoon comic where two people were walking in the rain uh, with umbrellas. And they were sad about the rain. And then the middle comic was Gary walking in the rain with his head lifted and a big smile on his face. And he didn't even have an umbrella. I said, get shredded. And it was raining on his head. And I was like, that's such a good post about keeping your perspective up. So anyway, things like that's why I love Gary. But he says this a lot, actions versus ambitions. And he just says, make sure that your actions map your ambitions. In other words, I think we all kind of know the guy that like, talks like he's really, really successful and he's like built this and built that and he's had this type of company and he's worked for this guy and he owns this type of shoe. You know, he's got the Yeezys and he's got real slick hair and his Instagram is full of the highlight. Like you, he's just this guy that like he, he, he wants to feel and, and look really, really successful but then you get to know him and you realize he's kind of a punk or he's he's not what he's cracked up to what his mouth portrays him to be. Um, it's the guy that's got like crazy ambitions or – and then you know, you know he, this might be the same person or a different person who's like, I'm, one day I'm going to own this. One day I'm going to do this. And you're like, hey, you've been saying that for like six years. Do you want to like do it or just talk about it for like do you want to just kind of talk about it till you're 90 and then do something or and it's like that stuff's always been frustrating to me and I'm sure I've done that in my own life but I try really hard to avoid that because it's hypocritical in a way to say I don't do one day I'm gonna own the next Tesla bro what's gonna I got this idea yo I got the Uber idea for whatever and um, we all kind of know that guy, especially among the more or less mature group of people that all have these huge, crazy, big ideas and then never really execute on them. Again, I'm guilty of everything I'd ever criticize anyone for. So I just want to say that out there and I don't, I don't want to be, um, uh, hypocritical in my own right. But, um, that to me is so frustrating. And the reason that Gary brings that up and I, um, agree heavily is because those people often don't do anything. And a lot of times, you, the people who are quiet and who go execute and, and you know, this, they always say they like have fun bullying the nerd in high school because that dude's going to be your boss one day. It's pretty true. And it's not because they're the glasses wearing dude versus the jock. It's that the people who are quiet usually think more, execute more. The people who bully are the ones who are loud and say they can do 600 push-ups in one sitting and all this stuff, you know. 
And I've been that way a lot too, where I run my mouth and I've got these quote unquote excellent ideas and then I just don't really execute on them. And I'm working on that in my own life for sure. So I wanted to kind of share this. So why I think this is so important, first of all, is because when you have the right ambitions, you judge yourself less. So Maybe you're one of the guys who's like, I want to own the next Tesla or whatever. That don't don't not think that. Like, if if you can legitimately pull that off and you or, or want to and spend your life doing it, then go for it. And and I'm not saying don't have big dreams and don't say your big dreams. Like, be very vocal about what you want to do and what you plan to do. Just make sure if you're going to talk about it, you do it. Is I think is what I'm saying. And and not just that. This isn't this isn't a rant against people who are in public that annoy me. This is more so an encouragement to say if you even if you don't say it into anyone, if you have big dreams or big ambitions, don't sell yourself short and upset yourself in the future because you have this fantastic vision to start this insane uh, cupcake company that you've whatever, whatever, and then you end up failing because you don't map your actions to your ambitions. So what I want to focus on is more so getting that clarity on what your ambitions actually are so that you can map your actions to it. Um, So I'll just use myself as an example. Um, I love, love business so much. I adore business. Um, like to the death. I, I love the game of it. I just love every aspect. I love I love numbers. I love seeing what the revenue is. I love how much your product costs versus how much you can sell it for. I love the study of how much can you sell it for. Is a $30 mark where you need to stop or can you actually get away with selling almost the same for 70 bucks? Uh, is is it morally correct to sell it for 70 bucks if you can sell it for 30 bucks? If you if you make a ton of profit regardless of how much your profit is on that item or anything you sell, what does that money go towards? How much is it worth say for your own self taken off the table how much should you put back into the business and I, I just love business because I want to bring a really heavy moral compass and kindness and genuineness and authenticity and humility to business because I feel like there's a lot of business hotshots out there or network marketing people who just constantly sell you their product and you're like can we just be friends for two seconds but yet also realizing that you can't just be everyone's friend all the time and never have a product and never have a way to push your business forward because if you don't you can't put food on the table so that balance there I love business to death I, for some reason I just love it um, part it's partially financial of course I want to be financially free and I desperately desperately desire to see my friends and people around me financially free because dang, it feels like sometimes no one has any flipping money except for my little brother who lives with pops um, and the family and the mops and he can save up the money. He can do what he wants um, and he does really well with that. Um, But that's the only person I know that's like roughly financially set or financially free at this time. <laughs> it seems like everyone else is struggling and they, you know, yeah, hey, you want to go get coffee? Well, I got to wait till my next paycheck. I'm like for a $4 coffee, like what, where's your money going? You know, or, or, or you're not making enough. So I'm not here to judge people's money, but anyway, so I adore business. I adore the financial side of it, of it and all that and career. And I, and I want to bring people's clearly, if you have listened to anything I've ever said, bring people's elements and their strengths to their businesses and not just live on beautiful strengths and beautiful 
um, traits that people have that go to waste. And it doesn't have to be in business all the time. I don't want to be the guy who's like, how much can we sell your talents for? Like, I don't want to do that all the time. But I just, you know, people a lot of times struggle with finances and struggle with their career and hate what they do, but yet they're really gifted people. And I'm like, why can't we turn that into business? So that's my life mission. That's why I was interested in coaching in the first place and all that. That's why I do this, all this podcast stuff is because I want to get into my strengths and push those out into the, into the world of business if I can and, and encourage other people to do the same. So that being said, um, if that wasn't enough to learn, I'll say it in a sentence is I want to build a big business. I love like, and it's not just for me. I just, you don't know how many butterflies go throughout my entire stomach and intestines and esophagus and kidneys and spleen. When I think about what it's like to have a team, that's my, that's my drug right there is the team. I want to manage people. And I said that once to someone was like, Oh, you want to manage people? Well, I want to lead people. I'm like, flip. He's like, I want to create leaders. I'm like, okay, of course I, I use the word manage. That's just the beginning. That's the foundation of it, you noob. <laughs> but I want to have a team. I want to lead people. I want to create leaders. I want to have a team where I can pay people way more than they quote unquote deserve or would get elsewhere. I want to have a team where people are leaving out of my company and going and starting a competing company against mine and I root for them. I want to have – I just want so much fairness and niceness and you know, I can see the business uh, tough – shots hearing that and say, well, you'll know you're never going to succeed if you're going to support someone else. I'm like, no, flip you. I'm going to succeed harder than you because I'm going to support someone else. And it's not about the karma of that coming back to me. It's just about, I want to see people succeed and I don't want to live this life for me. Like my Instagram story said the other day, man, that was a fire story. I loved putting that out there. I was like, I, we were in church and I was just like, you know what, this might be selfish, you know, and, and it's a good message, but do unto others as you wish they would do unto you and the golden rule. All that stuff, but just serving people is so much more exhilarating. The, the word is correct when it says it is better to give than to receive. I believe that to the death. So um, I, that's what I want to do in business. So I have it. Let's, let's. So there's that's number one. I have an ambition. That's my ambition is to to have a big business. Just basically, primarily, so I can manage a, a fire team that can really affect the world and be excellent friends with, and I can be whatever of a father I can be and a best friend of the people and uh but not a Michael Scott way. I always use Michael Scott because it's hilarious. I don't want to use Michael Scott as as my analogy because Michael Scott's too obsessed with like literally being everybody's best friend and not even getting any work done and just has a self-sufficient um office. Hold on, water break. Ah, thank you for uh Drinking that water. You know, let's all drink some water together. Be hydrated. Grab the nearest water. Hopefully that water wasn't your own. Okay. Yes, we had a water break in the middle of my podcast. Chill. Oh, my good. Okay. So <laughs> I love overreacting at, like, assuming what people are going to think about me because I really don't care. Um, what were we saying? So that's, that's my ambitions to build a big team. And then to have that team become such a boss team, but then also affect, you know, secondarily affect the people that we, whatever that product is, whatever the service is, is, is very highly affect and build relationship and trust with clients and customers and, and, in like an extreme way. I, I just can't, I can't stand when you go to the mall and you see the little macaroon kiosk and you just can't help but think if you think like me, 
some dude who was either fairly wealthy or not wealthy at all was like, okay, macaroons are the next big trend. Let's go make a macaroon stand in a mall. Let's go, you know, drop 10 macaroon stands in Scottsdale fashion, and I'm going to own them all and sell macaroons because it's the next big thing. But then no one's there two days later because it was such a fast trend. No one cares about macaroons anymore. They did for like literally a week. Now there's all these dead macaroon stands lying around. Like that, they don't, you know, it's like they don't care about the customer. They don't care about their employees. The person behind the desk is depressed, hates their job. The person who owns that thing now hates it. It's just like there's no culture there. I, I can't stand shallow business, if, if, you, if you will. So, so that's a little bit about me. Okay, That's my ambition, to build a big business, have a sick team, and, uh, and of course to make decent money along with it just because I know what I'm going to do with that money. You know, I want to explore the world with my wife. I want to invest heavily back into my business, into ministry, charities, or – uh, hire people that I, you know, I always wanted to hire best friends. So I've got big, big vision on that. Here's the problem. Um, let's not say the problem. Here are the things I can bring up. Yeah. In fact, I shouldn't have said problem. That's not, that's not relevant. Um, it's a, it's a contrary, but it's not a problem. There are two things that I can point a, that I can raise up, uh, in, in discussion as a topics to discuss why, that business won't come as fast as I wish. Do I wish I could have that business in 60 days? Of course. Will that happen? Absolutely not. And I mean, it's a journey anyway, but to get to the point where I currently envision so that at that point I can have a bigger vision um, is going to take years and years of time. And the reason that is so, and I'm okay with that, is I'm not going to hamper myself and put a uh, you know, sorry, Lewis Howes. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think I can do it in the next week. <laughs> Lewis Howes always like challenges people to do things really crazy, and I respect Lewis, but <clears throat> um, it's gonna take a bit. And I'm gonna play the patience game because if I play it too quick and think I can do it in 60 days, then I'm gonna burn out and kill myself um, off of working too hard and not getting any sleep. So, the two things that I will raise into conversation that have um, that have kept me from getting farther faster to, to, to talk about my ambition versus my actions is my family comes first, hands down. If I'm working on my audio video job and we're going too hard and we're working out of town too much and I'm working late nights and or late hours and all that, um, I don't see my boys. I got a 21 month old and a four month old and they are beautiful and they're everything to me. Um, definitely. And I love them. You know, they're so cute. I don't have patience with them at all times as no parent really does, but I adore my kids, man. I kiss them so much. I think they're the cutest things in the whole world. Ruben, the other day I was putting him in the car and I said, what the, like something got in the way. And I was like, like I was trying to put him in there and his buckle was weird or something. I was like, what the, and he goes, what the, I was like, flip. Yeah. Ruben, you saw, I say flip. Yeah. Can I get a flip? Yeah. Flip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, Anchor is a great app. Um, anyway, I didn't mean to tangent about my boys, but I love my boys and I love my wife so much. And family is everything to me. Um, and I now realize that now a lot of people like start off and grind hard and have a crazy business. And then, you know, they do well and they establish, but then something kind of crashes a little bit and they have a minor setback in life and uh, they realize that they're not spending enough time with their family or their wife and they got to really break it down and say, okay, in order to keep this family together, I got to be more present. And they have their business already kind of underway. And then, you know, they put the millions aside and just go for the hundreds of thousands and choose their family. 
um, instead of the millions and billions. And that to me is, is good. I'm glad they prioritize their family, but I prioritize my family from the get. Like I've got young boys right now who, you know, they don't understand so much when daddy's gone. You know, sometimes they don't understand at all. Cause one of them's four months old. So he's not like <laughs> the office when he's like, so telling Jim that his baby is, is thinks that the fridge is its manly figure, <laughs> its fatherly figure. Um, that happens to me sometimes too, though. And I'm like, you know, especially with Ruben, my 21 month, um, I adore him and I want to be around him and I want him to know who dad is and I want to be healthy for that. And that takes time. Like it just does. And so it's not to say that I feel like I need to be with my family 24 seven, but having a full-time job with audio video keeps me f- and, and desiring to have my family, uh, as my first priority. And I, and I won't say keeps me, I will say because I've chosen that I do not have the business growth for any other adventure such as personal development and this and coaching and whatever else I see myself getting into um, because those are my first priority things. So the reason that that is healthy to know, the reason I went so hard on that and you can put yourself in your in the shoes, I'll, I'll, every time you listen to my content, put yourself in your shoes whenever you hear an example. You might not have a family at all. You might not have a full-time job and can't do a side hustle. Maybe your side hustle is your only hustle and it's your main hustle. Maybe you don't care about business at all and whatever, whatever your shoes are, put yourself into the application of what I'm, I'm spitting out so that we can keep it relevant. I don't want to sit and I want you to think you have to be in an audio video job and have a side hustle to do personal development to relate to my podcast, which I don't think you do, but, uh, yeah. So my family is not a hindrance though. I choose that. I choose my family first. And what I'm trying to get at the reason that this is so healthy is because, once I realized that my family was my first priority, I, I I didn't judge myself for not growing my business so hard. I didn't get upset with myself as much for only putting out as many podcasts as I do. Uh, so I just want to say that that know what your ambitions are. Consider your family. You know, like because this is the way it works. People like secretly really value sleep, which is good. And so they get eight hours and then they're like, well, I couldn't, you know, work out because I, I didn't want to get six hours of sleep, it's, you know, uh, F, like I hate my life. It's like, well, no, 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 like value your sleep. It's okay. Or, or don't like change, like complain less. Like don't, it, it, I like that the saying, like if you're, if you're going to be really upset about something that you're choosing, either stop choosing that or continue choosing that and shut up, like pick one. So that's just the way I see it. Oh, you know, I couldn't do this because I had to go to my recital. I'm like, okay, if you're going to be that upset about not being able to attend social events because of a recital or a test or school, then quit school, quit your recitals, quit a test, whatever you got to do and have more social things or shut up about not being able to make social gatherings. Like it's okay. Have your preference. So while I could sit here and complain and say, I don't have the dopest business of all time. All my life sucks. I'm going to stop and I'm going to realize, no, no, no. I don't have the dopest business of all time because I choose to be an excellent father. That's my goal. I want to be the dopest father I can possibly be be. I'm not just sitting here to build a sick business and leave my kids in the dust. And so that brings me peace. It allows me to not put so much stress and judgment on myself. And I get to instead, um, what's the word, pull back and say, you know what, Brady, hey, it's all good. Continue grinding when you can, but realize that you just spent three hours with your boys and you adored it. And it meant a lot to them and it meant a lot to you. Yes, you want to have more finances and become more financially independent and stable and free so that you can do the things in life that you adore. You can invest in other people. You can build a sick business. 
you can buy your wife dope or gifts and maybe get some Yeezys one day at the bottom of the list. Um, but at the same time, I say to myself, you know what, if, 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 you know, what if, if I only had five years left on this earth, cause I have no idea I could get killed tomorrow. I have no idea I could get killed in five seconds. A meteor could come to this window. Something could explode outside. Someone accidentally fired a gun and it went through my window and went through my brain. I have no idea. Like the, the ceiling fan could drop and slice my jugular open and whatever. <laughs> Let's get really, uh, really, uh, gruesome for a second. No, I don't know. You just, you, I never know in this life. And I, and I don't want to play too short of a game and be too hasty, right? I want to be healthy and I want to be smart. And I usually try to plan my life around an 80 to 90 to 100 year lifespan just because living in the worry and the stress of assuming that you're going to die tomorrow in, in terms of worrisomeness is too stressful and will lessen the, the the length of my life. And I'll probably get so stressed that I'll accidentally fall off a bridge one day because I'm so stressed and I'll die. You know what I mean? So think I don't want to overthink that part and stress too hard. Um, but my point is if I only had five years left and I spent that entire time grinding my business and spending much, much, much less time with my fam and my kids, then I would feel terrible and I don't – and because I don't know how much time I have left, I just – I choose this low path. You know, it might take me 10 years to have my first staff member in my company, my first hire, whatever you want to call it, administrator or whatever. And that 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 sucks in a career and business sense, but career and business is not the only part of life. Family is way more important to me. I call it the four Fs of life. I'll have to do a podcast on this sometime. For me, the F's of life in order of importance, yes, I think it's funny that I call them the F's of life. You can go ahead and laugh at that because it sounds inappropriate and hilarious, um, is number one is faith. I believe in God. I believe everyone was created in the dopest freaking ways possible. I love Jesus. Okay, that's my number one thing is faith. I, I believe I wouldn't exist without God. I believe God led me to my marriage, blah, blah, blah. I don't need to go into my whole faith here, but faith's number one. Two is family for me. I adore my kids. I adore my wife. I want to have a healthy relationship with those because I, I respect them so much that even if I decided to neglect them, I couldn't live with myself. I couldn't get good business done. I couldn't have good faith. I couldn't have my good fitness. I'd be too stressed to do anything because I'd say, shoot, my wife and I are in an argument for the last four weeks. I haven't seen my kids and they're crying. And you know what I mean? That would slaughter me. I can't live like that. Um, three is fitness. That's a third F, which also includes health, um, but I call it fitness because fitness is the portion that you can control the most and you should invest in the most to keep your health in order. So fitness is all things body and, and fitness and whatever. Um, and then four is finances, and it's all in that order, and finances is the bottom because I would much rather – there's a verse in Proverbs that says better a – Better, so, I'm going to paraphrase, better breadcrumbs around the table with good family and love and stuff around the table eating breadcrumbs than a table full of feasting combined with strife. In other words, better to be poor. It's Proverbs is all over this. Proverbs was written by the most rich man in history of the world, uh, according to documents. Yes, more rich than Jeff Bezos himself from what I've heard. And it's written um, by him, and, and in there he says many times, better to have no money, little to no money at all, and have love and a good relationships and good family than to be rich as flip and not 
have a good relationship with your family or friends or, you know, be lonely and an idiot. Um, and I believe that wholeheartedly. So I'm going to keep that as my North Star as I pursue business and pursue career, etc. Um, so yes, so that's where I stand with the four F's of life. I'll do a podcast on that later, I'm sure. Um, to that's my ambition. Okay. So you've heard my ambition It includes family and includes, uh, I'll touch a little on faith and fitness, um, and finances and, or career, um, is, is definitely in there and it's a very, very important, but I just have to keep that in mind. So I just want to say I've had a lot of peace. I've had a lot of peace by recognizing that my family is so high up for me. Um, now here's the second thing that I could raise into conversation regarding why I don't have the business of my dreams or, or I'm too, I, I haven't had enough time period. Even if I had no family and I had no anything to do except for grind, I would not still have the, the business that I like I envision, right? Like my five to 10 year really dope vision company. I don't have that yet. I don't have that business. Um, but, but another thing that, that has slowed me down, I will say as well is something that is bad is something that we can put a finger on and say, that's negative. Brady is called, uh, starts with an L it's called laziness, my friends, laziness. So laziness gets in the way constantly because it's laziness. Uh, I procrastinate a ton and I'm such a visionary and it's frustrating because I do, I do legitimately, well, of course I'm me. So I do legitimately feel like I have such great ideas and such a dope vision for who I can become. And and I'm willing to start in the dirt. You know, if I want to have an online course, I'm willing to have my first five full length courses that cost $15 to get into total not sell any copies and waste like 300 bucks trying to host these courses online. <laughs> you know, I I'm willing and and those courses each took me like a week to film. Like I'm willing to go through that dirt. But yet I haven't recorded any courses yet because I have excuses. Well, I'm not smart enough. I haven't read enough books. I'm too young. I don't have the reputation. I don't have the attention. I don't have the followers to go buy it. You know, I don't want to go out and just try to sell everybody. Blah blah blah. I've got all these excuses. But yet, making an online course is probably a dope idea for me. I mean, I, no, it is a dope idea, period. And even if you were an naysayer and said, Brady, you couldn't do an online course, you would never succeed, I say bring it on because that would be something I, would, I need to do. It's a good idea because it would get me started in life. So laziness is the, is the second thing that has really kept my ambition from becoming a reality. And I haven't mapped my actions towards my ambitions because of the fact that I have laziness in my life. So that's something that I point at that's negative. My family is the best positive you could ask for. My laziness is one of the worst negatives I could ask for. And I want to work on that. So so when you're mapping your ambitions and getting that clarity, what of it is good and you need to accept, such as, like we were talking about, you've got recitals. If that's important to you, then don't complain about not being able to go get beer with the homies. Like, understand that that recital takes precedence over them. It takes primary focus and that's just, just okay. Like stop. We, I, I want us all, myself, you, everybody to stop like judging yourself. I love that term, judging yourself, assuming that you had, you, you did the wrong thing because you went to your recital. Like, no, come on, support your own dreams. Like pick one and go. And, 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 and by the way, pick one and keep it that way. Like keep that the number one thing. If you're going to pick your recital, 
then go all in on your recital and never look back on the beer with the homies. It's okay. Like you're making new homies. You're getting a new career set in stone. All the people that are going to get beer with their homies are not really getting anywhere in life. But if you just value the social life that much and you just feel like their recital is not where you're supposed to be and the career and the path that you're that that that's down that road is just not for you, then drop it and go get beer with the homies. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm just I just want everybody to stop thinking so hard into their own life because it's so funny. And, and that's, I'm sorry, that's another Gary V thing about judging yourself. Um, he believes that's like a superpower is that he doesn't judge himself ever. He just goes for what he thinks is right in his heart and goes like a steam train through that thing and kills it every time. And he admits it's not all the right choice. He makes mistakes. He's picked the wrong things and he doesn't, he never knows what's on the other side of the coin, right? Once you pick that, you're going to do recitals. You don't know what it's like having brewskis with the guys for five years. Cause you didn't do it. Um, and vice versa. You don't know what it's like to do recitals. If you quit that because you had beer with the homies for five more, for five years before you pursued something else. So don't judge yourself on that. Don't sit there and dwell on the past. Um, but at the same time, my point about ambition is, is, is know what's good and what's bad. If you're going to pick the recitals, then go for the recitals, but also realize that you, you didn't be social because you know, you're obsessed with being OCD and you decided to stay home and make the house too clean instead of go hang out. And, that could be a negative thing for you. So it's all, it's, it's all personal. I, I can't sit here and assume everyone else's situations. I don't know what your situation is, but that's the whole gist of this whole dang thing is you got to know who you are. You got to know who you are. And my favorite thing to know who you are, if you don't know who you are, and I'm going to have to come up with a podcast on this as well, because I love making podcasts, is um, the best way to kind of make a general path in life in my opinion, and I'm doing this right now in my life, is pen and paper, yo. Make it tangible. Whip it out. The pen and the paper, that is. Uh, write out a category of who am I? Traits. Go. Uh, I am funny. I am tall. I am, I love people. I, uh, whatever. I'm witty. I'm smart. I solve problems really fast. I'm a peacemaker, blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. List it all out. List it all out. Then go to skills. I'm a great photographer. I'm a great musician. I'm really good with people skills. I solve problems really fast. You know, like whatever. And, And don't overthink it. Like if they bleed into each other, that's fine. And then just go through and look through, okay, what are these are my favorite things? Like, man, I love photography. Like I know it's not the easiest industry to get into. I know it's really populated with... 18 to 24 year old girls that just graduated and just want to go come be, become photographers and every single one of them has annemariephotography.com probably has like 90 versions of that domain because <laughs> you take your first name and your middle name as a female and put photography on the end of it as like it's your last name and now you have a website and a sick camera but you never really take pictures anyway the the photography industry is populated. It's very cool because it's creative and people like to go into that, but there's chance for success there. So if that's something that you absolutely adore and you circle that as one of your favorite skills that you have, then go all in like a up in that joint. So, uh, that, that's my favorite 
path of life that I'm working on as well. And again, don't judge yourself. Like if you pick photography and you pick people skills, I want to go be a people skills photographer. I want to be known for my ability to get people to actually laugh legitimately and not be that, oh my goodness, this is such a pet peeve of mine, not be that photographer that's like, okay, now laugh. What, what am I supposed to laugh at? Like, ha, 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 ha. Like, I look like an idiot right now. Like, make me laugh. Or how about this? Instead of looking through all, like, the three pictures you just took and trying to see if we're done yet, why don't you take pictures of me and my wife while we're laughing candidly in the background while you're looking at your dumb camera? Like, figure your camera's settings out before you... I'm so sorry. We've had some photo shoots with some unknowing people, but... um Anyway, that's a tangent. Um, but yeah, do it, man. Go all out. Go all in. Hook it up. Um, don't judge yourself and go for it and get those ambitions in line. And by the way, get ambitions. Don't be afraid to dream. Rarely would I tell someone to tone their dreams down only if it's the first example of the person I gave that's kind of the punk that act like he owns the world and doesn't. Like that dude needs to tone down. But have a big dream. It's okay. Like... Do you think that the people of the world that made such a huge difference or even a mediocre difference or even a difference that hardly anyone knows about but made a big difference in in a certain niche or whatever, do you think they all got where they got because they were thinking small? Like, no. So it's okay to dream really big. Just be careful what you go around wasting your time saying and don't be like me and have all these crazy ideas and never execute on them. Like have a have a beautiful idea, think it's dope, and then just go, just go, just go, just go, just go, just go. This is another motivational thing where it's like, go, go, go. You can do it. Yeah. Um, but you actually got to go pick it up and do it. So that's it, y'all. That is it. I'm out of here. I'm going to put some music at the end of this because Anchor is hilarious and I'm going to just edit it up, spunk it up. But, um, I'm on the late night grind myself. going to have to get up to work out in like six hours, but, um, juice for it because working out is what I do. Makes me happy. Makes me work, work, uh, uh, in the labor easier for the rest of the day. And makes my mind sharp and makes my muscles a little bit bigger, which, of course, I appreciate because I could always use a little bit bigger of the muscles, you know what I'm saying? Like, flex. <laughs> I'm about to flex my bicep. <laughs> you see it? It's pretty good. JK, I'm weak. So, anyway, love you guys. If this encouraged you, please share it with a friend. Again, not to make my name big and to become Brady the Empire Unstoppable. No one can touch me. I'm, a, I'm the best. I'm bigger than Tony Robbins himself and Gary Vaynerchuk combined. I don't care about any of that. I don't care about the metrics and the numbers. I really don't. And I'm, I say that to continue to convince myself that I don't. I just want to encourage others. And if you feel like this encouraged you in any possible way, you send it over to a homie. You send it over to the people. You send it over to your mom and your grandma. And uh, that would make me happy. So also, if you like rap music, and you don't mind the swearing, listen to YG. YG's, YG's been rocking for me recently, but only if you don't mind the swearing. And there's clean versions, but it's definitely not the most uh, moral of music, but uh, it's got some fat gems on there. So if you like that hip-hop land, check it out. I was on a blog with my homie side flip. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. I'm going to turn this off for um, the next 45 minutes is me being an idiot, but... Seriously, I love you guys. I ser- Seriously, I appreciate you guys a lot. I don't say that as a script. I don't say that, okay, you got to check off the box that I told them I love them so that they can listen to more of my podcast. I love you guys, man. I really do. I, and 
I just claim so much because I just want to make my intentions clear. I really do love you guys. That's it. That's it. Period. I love you guys. Whoever you are, I love you and I appreciate you. So uh, after you share it, hit me up and just say, Brady, I appreciated this. I think this didn't make any sense. I think this part made a lot of sense. I, I like this. I didn't like this. Just hit me up. Like I'm working on taking criticism anyways and I need more. So thank you all for listening. Truly, shout out to my man, Pow, who listens to like all my podcasts and without him, I wouldn't be making seven figures. So, <laughs> oh man, it's great. I love you guys. Check out the outro music. Thanks to Anchor. Anchor is my boy. I don't get paid by Anchor, but it's lit, fam. We will catch you guys on the next one. Peace.